The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. And greetings, friends, all around the world. I have good news for you, and it is real. The Jesus Christ of your Bible will return to this world soon. Many of you will live to see it. As one who has studied Bible prophecy for over 62 years, I now see the pieces of the puzzle really coming together. Sir Winston Churchill stated before the American Congress, there is a great design and purpose being worked out here below. From one end of your Bible to the other, Almighty God describes His purpose to send Jesus Christ back to this earth. But how long will this take? What signs should you watch for? Stay tuned. My friends, many thousands of you remember Herbert W. Armstrong and the World Tomorrow radio and television program, which emphasized Bible prophecy. I happen to be the only one left of the original evangelist, Mr. Armstrong ordained back in December 1952. Coming to Ambassador College a few years earlier, I personally heard Mr. Armstrong proclaim over and over that unless the American and British-descended people really repented and turned to God, quite a number of specific events would begin to occur. These were specific world-changing events that he said years in advance, and thousands heard him. The British Empire, he said, would come to an end, and it happened. He said the great sea gates, such as the Suez Canal and the Panama Canal, would be taken away from our control. In the winter of 1956-57, I happened to be in Britain when we confused Americans, virtually forced Britain to give up one of the most vital sea gates in the entire world. Britain was forced out of the Suez Canal, just as Mr. Armstrong had indicated years earlier. Also, Mr. Armstrong was preaching in the early 1950s that Russia's control over the Eastern European nations would end then in the 1970s, Herbert Armstrong specifically predicted that the Berlin Wall would come down and that East and West Germany would once again become a great nation, one nation. No one else predicted this, no one. Many of you older people remember how this happened. In late 1989, about three years after Mr. Armstrong had died, this occurred and it was something Mr. Armstrong had predicted years earlier. Yet Almighty God revealed to Mr. Armstrong that this unexpected event would occur and no one else understood. My friends, why did Mr. Armstrong know in advance that all these specific major events would happen? Why? Because there is a great God, that's why, and because Almighty God does have true servants on this earth whom he gives real understanding of Bible prophecy. Not some statement about Jesus may come someday, somehow, but specific things about major events, one after the other occurring, lining up just before Christ returns. We on this program understand. Notice what your Bible actually says. Go get your Bible. 
please check up on me. Don't just believe me. You believe what you see in your Bible, but be sure you check up on all these people who claim to understand the Bible. Turn back to Amos chapter 3 in your Bible. Amos chapter 3. Remember, Jesus Christ said we're to live by every word of God And the only written word of God then, when Jesus said that, was the Old Testament. This is the word of God, inspired of Almighty God. Amos chapter 3, verse 6. If a trumpet is blown in the city, and remember, my friends, trumpets were used as an alarm of war, a warning signal, will not the people be afraid? If there is calamity in a city, will not the Eternal have done it? Surely the Eternal God does nothing unless He reveals His secret to His servants, the prophets. See, he has people who do understand. He reveals his secret to them. A lion has roared. Who will not fear? The eternal God has spoken. Who can but prophesy? Somewhere on this earth, God has true servants. You need to find out where they are. Now, notice, my friends, the order of events just before Christ's return. Turn with me, if you would, to the famous Olivet Prophecy in Matthew 24. Turn to Matthew 24 and beginning in verse 3. Here the disciples asked Jesus privately, When will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming at the end of the age? And Jesus answered, He says, Take heed that no one deceives you. Many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. Many tell you that Jesus is the Christ. But use His name, but they deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of war, all kinds of wars all over the world as we have now more than ever. See that you're not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Notice verse 7, For nation will rise against nation, and this is ethnic groups, ethnos, and kingdom against kingdom, basileia, a different Greek word implying world war. And we're now in the era not only of ethnic wars all over, but world war. And there will be famine. We're going to see famines over the next few years such as you have never seen before. Pestilences, disease epidemics are coming, my friends, such as you have never seen before. And earthquakes, massive earthquakes, again, such as has never been experienced in modern times. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. That's the order of events as Jesus Christ gave it, things that are going to specifically start to happen and we need to understand. Notice now verse 15, after describing the tribulation and the persecution on God's servants, he said in verse 15, Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. An abomination spoken of by Daniel the prophet. Turn with me, if you would, back to the book of Daniel. Turn back to the book of Daniel here. And we're going to notice something that many do not understand. Jesus said this is spoken of by Daniel the prophet. He said in chapter 11, verse 31, Forces shall be mustered by him, and they shall defile the sanctuary fortress. Then they shall take away the daily sacrifice and place there the abomination of desolation. That's what Jesus referred to. That's what we just read about Jesus. Watch for that time. He says, then, those who do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt with flattery, but the people who know their God shall do great exploits. And then he talks about, of course, this being the time of the end. He said in verse 35, it is still for an appointed time, the time of the end. Notice verse 35. So, yes, the abomination of desolation 
is spoken of, and they're going to take away the daily sacrifices. There's going to be a temple in Jerusalem. The daily sacrifices have to be started before they can be taken away. Turn back to Matthew 24. Here he said, Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. And then let those in Judea flee. It's a time of flight of God's people, a time of terrible war when daily sacrifices begin again on the temple mount in Jerusalem. Watch Jerusalem, my friends. These are specific things that are going to happen. Watch for some sort of treaty allowing the Jews to resume annual sacrifices on or near the temple mount. This will be an exciting event to watch for. It's going to be very meaningful because the next few months or years after that, apparently the next few months will bring about the final events. At this point, I want to offer you absolutely free the most popular booklet we have ever published. This booklet entitled 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return spells out the vital world events to watch for announcing Christ's return as King of Kings. It describes and documents the specific signs even more than I can in this brief telecast. So call or write us today. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. Just ask for your free copy of our exciting booklet on the 14 signs. That's all you need. Call now. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Now back to our topic. Christ will return soon. My friends, turn again to Matthew 24. Turn in your Bible to chapter Matthew 24. We've just gone through some of these key things that are going to happen before Christ comes. Ethnic wars, world wars, and then he describes earthquakes, disease epidemics, and famines all over this earth. And obviously the rest of the Bible indicates they're going to be worse than they ever have been. Now turn to Matthew 24, verse 20. He says, pray that your flight may not be in the winter or on the Sabbath, for then will be great tribulation, such as has never been since the beginning of the world to this time, nor ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. Or as Moffat translation has it, no one will be saved alive. All humans would be exterminated from planet Earth. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened God does have an elect on this earth and he's going to shorten the days that are going to come in this horrible tribulation so that mankind would not completely exterminate himself. 
Only in our day could mankind totally destroy itself. For now we have atomic and hydrogen weapons. Cosmicide is indeed very possible today, the elimination of all life. Beside the long-term holders of atomic weapons, three newer countries have been added in recent years to the atomic weapons club, so to speak, India, Israel, and Pakistan. And just ahead, my friends, a militant Iran is on the verge of developing atomic weapons. You're reading about it almost every day in the newspapers and hearing about it on television. Iran is developing it. They're not willing to stop. As most of you know, Iran has specifically threatened to destroy the nation of Israel, to kill every one of them. And I'm not exaggerating. We're heading into a horrible time. My friends, this world, this event, if they did this, would set off an absolute firestorm all across the Middle East. It would probably provoke Europe into finally coming fully together to form the prophesied beast of Revelation 17. And it would no doubt lead to a union of the Arab nations called prophetically the King of the South. Notice God's inspired prophecy about this very thing. Let's turn back to Daniel 11 where we were talking about the King of the South. Daniel chapter 11 and that's where we saw, of course, about the daily sacrifices would be taken away where they have to start. So they're going to start. And then he says in verse 40, Daniel 11, verse 40 in your Bible, at the time of the end, that's now, at the time of the end, the king of the south shall attack him. And my friends, I don't have time to explain this, but many of our articles in the magazine, Tomorrow's World magazine and our booklets make it very plain that the king of the south is a union of Arab nations that perhaps will be headed by Egypt and is going to get together in our day. This Arab union, this Arab confederacy, will attack the king of the north, which is the coming beast power in Europe. And then the king of the north shall come against him like a whirlwind, like Hitler did. They called it Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg literally meant lightning war. And with his advanced technology, advanced for that time, Hitler attacked France, Belgium, Holland, Poland, all those countries very quickly with their panzer tanks and, of course, the Luftwaffe Air Force, way more than those other nations had. It's going to be even more advanced today. The Europeans will have tremendous technological superiority. The King of the North shall come against this Arab Confederacy like a whirlwind with chariots, his advanced tanks, and Polaris-type submarines, all kinds of special new rocket launchers and missiles, horsemen and many other ships, and he shall enter the countries, overwhelm them, and pass through. He shall also enter the glorious land, and that is also always referring to Palestine, Israel, and many countries shall be overthrown, but they shall escape from his hand, Edom, Moab, and the prominent people of Ammon. He shall stretch out his hand against the countries, and the land of Egypt shall not escape. He shall have power over the treasures of gold, silver, and over all the precious things of Egypt. Egypt may well be, probably will be, the leader of this coming Arab confederacy called the King of the South. Also, the Libyans and Ethiopians shall follow at his heels. But news from the east and north, what's northeast of Israel? Russia. News from the north and the east shall trouble him. Therefore, he shall go out with great fury to destroy and annihilate many. 
this coming German-led conspiracy, this coming German-led beast power is going to come into the Middle East with tremendous power and take over, then the, the Russians and other nations over in that direction are going to be alarmed by this change of, of, of the balance of power in the world. And they're going to come down to the mighty army. This is going to trouble him. Therefore, he, this beast, shall go out with great fury to destroy and annihilate many. And he shall plant the tents of his palace between the seas and the glorious holy mountain. Yet he shall come to his end, and no one will help him. Of course, it describes this. If you want to turn back there, keep your place in Daniel, but you turn back how this very thing happens. This coming beast, this coming super dictator in Europe called the beast, and he has a great religious leader with him called the false prophet, and these two are going to be taken right at Christ's return, and no one will help them. It says in uh, chapter 19 of Revelation, turn there, Revelation 19, and I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him who sat on the horse and against his army, literally trying to fight Jesus Christ at his coming. That's how deceived this world is. Then the beast was captured and with him the false prophet, these two big shots who ruled the world for a few years are suddenly taken by God Almighty. They are going to be taken and the false prophet who worked signs in his presence by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. These two, the beast and the false prophet, were cast into the lake of fire burning with brimstone. That is their reward. Many of you will be tempted to follow this system when it comes. Don't do it. You don't want that reward. And the rest were killed with the sword of which proceeds from the mouth of him who sat on the horse. That's coming Christ as he comes back as king of kings. Don't fight God. Again, my friends, be sure to call us or write us and request your free copy of our eye-opening booklet entitled 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. This booklet spells out the vital world events to watch for announcing Christ's return as king of kings. This booklet this booklet entitled 14 Signs, it describes and documents in this booklet the specific signs even more than I can do on this brief telecast. So call or write today and request 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return. You can also order this booklet on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. Just ask for your free copy of our exciting booklet on the 14 Signs. That's all you need. Call now. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. 
Tomorrow's World. Call now. Finally, my friends, notice what follows in the book of Daniel right after this section on the king of the south that I've been reading. Daniel 11 talks about the king of the south attacking this European beast power and the European beast power coming down and crushing him and then, of course, setting up his headquarters in Israel and having the Russians and the Middle East or the Far Eastern nations coming against him. Chapter 12 continues. Chapter 12 of Daniel at that time, yes, the time of the end, at that time Michael shall stand up. Remember, my friends, there were three great cherubim, super angels, super archangels. Michael, Gabriel, and Lucifer. Lucifer rebelled. Michael shall stand up. The great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation. What time of trouble is that? Well, the same type of trouble we talked about and just read about back in Matthew 24, verses 21-22. A time of trouble such as never was nor ever again shall be. There can't be several times like that. This is that time also leading into the very great tribulation at the time of the end. There shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation even at that time. And at that time your people shall be delivered everyone who's found written in the book, and many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. What time is this when all these things happen? Why, time just ahead of us, just before and at Christ's second coming when the resurrection from the dead takes place. This ought to be pretty clear. At that time, your people will be delivered. Many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake. Dead people coming up. That is the resurrection from the dead some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. There is a work of God at the end of the age. You are hearing from this work right now. You need to understand if all of us, as we see these things happening, give our lives to God Obey God, seek the God of the Bible, He will bless us, and we will be made spirit beings, glorified beings in the very kingdom of God, the family of God, and we shall shine like the stars forever and ever. So we need to understand the tremendous thing that God has for us and turn to God at this time with all of our being. Our forefathers, that is the forefathers of the American and British people, were warned in a book that is normally not prophetic but has several important prophecies in it. Way back in the book of Deuteronomy, God told our forefathers in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 25, When you beget children and grandchildren and have grown old in the land and act corruptly and make carved images in the form of anything and do evil, I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day that you will soon utterly perish from the land which you cross over Jordan to possess, and you will not prolong your days in it, but you will be utterly destroyed. And the Eternal will scatter you among the peoples, and you will be left few in number among the nations. This is going to happen to us in these coming wars, unless we repent. And there you will serve gods, the work of men's hands, wood and stone, which neither see nor hear nor smell. But from there... As these things happen, my friends, and our peoples go into captivity, you will seek the eternal your God 
and you will find him if you seek him with all your heart and all your soul. You who understand this need to begin to seek the God of the Bible, the God who gives you life and breath. Seek him with all your heart and all your soul when you're in distress and all these things come upon you in the latter days when you turn to the Lord your God and obey his voice. So I hope we can understand this is the time we have an opportunity to heed these prophecies, to notice what's going to happen, to try to help turn many to righteousness so we can shine as stars forever and ever as we saw back in Daniel 12 and verse 3. Now notice Daniel 12 and verse 4. But you, Daniel, God tells him, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Yes, the end is coming in our lifetimes and perhaps in the next several years, probably just the next 5 to 15 years at the outside. Seal the book. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. People are going to be going all over here and there. People are busy here, busy there. Satan will try to take up your time and keep you busy, busy, busy. You'll have all kinds of sort of little bits and pieces of information, but how much real understanding will you have? People will go to and fro, he says, and knowledge will increase. But will understanding increase? Not unless you seek this God, the God of the Bible, who is now intervening in human affairs with a powerful new tool of the Internet and other modern inventions which can be used for good, but tremendous amounts of information is widely available. But regardless of bits and pieces of information, how many people have real understanding of the really big issues of life? Why was I born? What is the purpose of life? How can I fulfill that purpose? That's what you need to begin to think about as you read these prophecies. Notice back Daniel 12, and let's turn now, if you would, to verse 9. Right at the end, God said to Daniel, after giving him these wonderful prophecies, Go your way, Daniel, for the words are closed and sealed till the time of the end. Our time. Now we can understand many will be purified and made white and refined. God is fashioning and molding us. But the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand. But the wise shall understand. So, my friends, pray that you may have a genuine understanding of God's purpose and most of all of what he wants you to do in your life. If you request our booklet, 14 Signs Announcing Christ's Return and Study It, you will gain a great deal of understanding. So tune in every week to Tomorrow's World Program. On this program, you'll gain precious information and insights available nowhere else. Richard Ames and I will give you understanding of current events and of the exciting prophecies of tomorrow's world. We'll also invite you to join our fellow presenters, Wallace Smith and Rod King, and they will give you special perspective and insights on vital biblical topics. So be sure to join us again next week right here at this same time. See you here next week. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown.
to view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.